This is Steve Zetro Souza from Exodus. And you're listening to Mosh Mag. Turn it up. Hey, what's up? This is Donald Tardy with Obituary, and you're listening to Mosh Mag. Turn it up. What's up? What up? There's another episode of Mosh Mag. What is this, five now? Holy cows, we're doing it. It's number five. I know, it's going to be... You know what? One day we'll look back and it'll be like... It'll all be up to like, you know, 105 and we'll be like... Remember when we were on five? We're going to laugh at these. Yep. <laughs> I know. Like, wow, we, we were will. terrible. We totally will. <laughs> like, oh, God, look at I know, you. Like, you, wow. sound, you sound like a girl. What the hell is that? Holy moly. It sounds like you're picking your nose. Yeah. Oh, actually was, but you know, so that's another story. <laughs> that's another story. I guess today, I guess today we're, what we're going to do, Scott, we're going to, oh, we have questions that we're going to answer the, from some of our, our followers. And, listeners. Uh, they wrote us some questions. Listeners. Yeah, followers. Whatever works. Can they be followers? Followers, listeners. Can they be? Yeah. yeah. Watch it. Okay. Oh, whatever. However we're going to do it. And um, I think today that I'm going to have Scott make sure that he talks into the mic. Yeah, a lot better than last time. <laughs> Mike? Oh, my God. I get all comfortable and I, I start walking around and I'm, I'm walking away from the mic, you know, and stuff. Because <laughs> how we do this, me and him are looking at each other at Skype and we got headphones on and we're looking at each other. So we get so damn comfortable and all of a sudden we just were like, oh yeah, we're recording. Halfway across the room <laughs> and we're talking. We're, we're, we're kind of like this. You know, it's so weird. Yeah. Yeah. No, we're, it we're getting a tempo down, and it's kind of cool. It's fun, and that's all we really give a shit. Exactly. About. No, but we have some uh, some questions from some readers. <laughs> readers. Now they're See, readers. What are we talking about? Yeah, they're readers now. <laughs> Sorry, a minute ago they were. They could read. Followers. They can read. Yes. Are you yeah. trying to say no, they're they dumb? can read? Are they dumb? Okay. Oh no. Word. Okay. Whatever. Just talking to the mic. Guys. That's what I'm doing. Um. Yeah. We have. We have. Uh. We have like. Five or six questions that people have asked us, and I thought, what's a better thing to do than just do it live instead of just, you know, so it can answer everybody and not just the one person and stuff. So we have them right here. I'll go through the questions first. All right, let's do it. Okay. I, I think what we're going to start off with is um, kind of what's in metal this week. What is in metal this week? Well, let's start. Uh, well, you know, uh, well, big news actually. Uh, Glenn Tipton, a Judas Priest, uh, is diagnosed with um, Parkinson's. Uh, uh, sad thing, uh, he's not going. He will not be touring with them uh, on the tour. Um, yeah. But no fear, <laughs> nothing to worry about. People, Andy Sneap stepping in. Uh, Andy Sneap, of course, most of you guys know who that is. Some don't. Uh, he was a producer. I mean, he's worked with huge bands, been accident. Exodus, Priest, Accept, Arch Enemy, Testament, Creator, Nevermore. I mean, the list goes on and on. So um, he'll be stepping as a, as their guitarist for Glenn Tipton on the uh, on the new Juice Priest tour. Isn't it? Isn't it weird that the last two episodes, if you guys were listening, that we've brought up Glenn Tipton in the last two episodes? And then this comes up. I hope it isn't the. I hope it. I know. I hope it isn't the Mosh Mag curse or anything. Like, oh no! Geez, but I know. That, that sucks. But um, it was kind of cool. Um, I was looking on, um, <laughs> I was looking on Facebook, and I saw Phil Dummel's post about this, <laughs> and he put a picture of him playing in in high school in the quad at our high school, Dublin High, 
and his hair was all feathered <laughs> like Glenn Tipton, and he of brought course. it up. That kind of yeah, yeah, it was pretty cool. Phil to do that, but yeah, very sad. Yeah, sad. You know, I think anytime anybody was diagnosed with anything like that and then now he just can't do what he loves yeah and I think that's really that's sad as shit we all get old that's really bad. sucks I know god I should stop bitching when I I moan and groan to go to the bathroom you yeah. know like get up in the middle of the night and I'm like you know we're all getting old alive. sucks I'm, I'm knock on wood that everyone else is good and um yep that's kind of really sad and I don't wish that on anybody but i hope he gets you know yeah hope he gets better no yeah i don't think he can well, get better can you i mean hopefully he lives uh well, at least a decent life for the rest yeah, of his life that's true i'm not a yeah i was reading some uh others, some of the articles you know and then, um apparently he can play some most of the songs it's just some of the complicated songs uh he just he doesn't want to play in front of an audience anymore because he he's yeah. can't get through them totally understandable. Well, what was what? What's wrong with Mick Mars? I mean, what was? Do you know his? Was there like a hip or he, something? I don't like, know. No, he's bad. Like I, when I saw, I saw the last, the last tour. Yeah. You know. Um. Yeah, he just can't move. It is the weirdest. It's not weird. He can play like nobody's business, but he just can't move. I really don't know. And my 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 wax staff right here. Uh, all of one person named Scott. He's, uh, I think he's looking it up right now. What is wrong well, with Well, Mick Mars, <laughs> he's openly yeah, he struggled with ankylosing, ankylosing spondylitis, a chronic inflammatory form of arthritis that mainly affects the spine and pelvis. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it was it was sad to kind of see him that oh, way, geez. but he looked like he was having a great time, and that's all. That well, he was me, diagnosed at 17 years old. He's had it that long, so I mean, it's just deteriorated right. his body but over it, the years. Yeah, but it it got really bad when it was watching. Yeah, it's sad. And wow, it, it's kind of weird that we now we bring up this next our next little tidbit in the news. Um, now this is this is weird, and I I don't know. We're gonna ask you guys how you guys feel about it too. But I guess the ex Dio basis, the bass player. Yes. I kind of, yeah. He says uh, he is all for a Dio hologram world tour. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you heard that yeah. right. I don't know how I think about see, that. It, it, I mean, I'd rather go see a, a, an old concert of him, you know, rather than. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, that's weird. They I think did it's that good whole thing one time. Yeah, they did that whole thing with Tupac, you know, at Coachella. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. I think that's that's just weird. I mean, that's how they're going to start doing. They'll start replacing people. Well, you know, bands will just yeah. act now, and then next thing you know, the bands will just act, and we'll start seeing holograms. I don't know. I just I don't agree yeah. with it. We're going to do a world tour and uh, not leave our living exactly. room. You know, we're going to be a hologram. Well, you know, Metallica right? tried doing that with that whole. Uh, they went on tour and then they were you could buy movie tickets or whatever and watch them in the theater. Right, the right. See, I, but that see that's different. It's a live concert going on that you can actually see. This is just kind of I don't know. Oh, there's it's, video out there. I don't know. Yeah, it's just him dancing around on the stage like behind them. It's just it's a weird man. It's weird. Yeah, it's just not. I don't yeah. know. It seems kind of morbid. It just kind of let it go. 
And I know I feel bad for love, like the bass player and you know and all these guys in the band, but then form a new band and go on. I don't. I don't. I don't know, man. Yeah, that's strange. That seems really weird. Very strange. Wow. It's almost as if some of these guys can't let go, and the technology is like, oh, you don't have to. Uh We'll make them come back. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, you. I know. That worries me. I'm surprised. I'm surprised they're gonna get their dead body and like. I know, dangling from strings. (laughs) Like a puppet and sit dangling like. Wouldn't wouldn't surprise me at this point. (laughs) Oh no! This is great news. This just came out. I mean, this is groundbreaking news. Kip Winger is going to have his box set release soon. I don't know, I, no shit. I don't know how you can do that with a straight face. I, th- I know. <laughs> that was good, though. That was good. Who the fuck is going to buy a, a Kip Winger box set? I, I don't know. That's. Does he have more than... What? I Didn't he just know. do one album? I, I don't... I don't fucking I don't recall know, a lot of really uh, Kip Winger know. stuff back in the day. Oh my god! And he was like the hairiest chest motherfucker that I could ever. He was like from out of the seven. <laughs> I, I, I know it was just. Oh, Clint. Right. I can't stand Kip, that. Shit. I said Clint. Sorry, <laughs> Kip Winger. I gee whiz, that's hilarious. <laughs> that's hilarious. I'm sorry. I I had this on the list to talk about, and Scott goes to me and goes, uh, "Yeah." Are you fucking yeah, I know. serious? <laughs> <laughs> kidding, right? I go, Scott, it's a joke. It's a fucking joke. I'm just going to throw it in there. Shit. It's terrible. <laughs> I guess it worked a little it bit. It did. I really, I really wanted to do it live and see your reaction on it. That would have been funny as fuck. I've been like, what the? <laughs> I know, I know. Okay, um, let's see. Another one. Okay, there's a little problem I got here. I guess uh, there, this, what's this guy's name? Do you remember this guy's name? Starts with a B. It's a Balan. Bob. Bob. What's his name? Nalbanda. Nalbanda. Yeah, something like that. He is making a documentary, and it's called the The Rise of L.A. Thrash Metal. And I guess the documentary is all the way back, and um, I guess all the way back to like I don't know when thrash was ever. popular in LA I don't think that was ever the case but oh well um, but he, I guess it got so big that he has to have a two-parter and I was I was on um, I was on metal injection and I, I I saw I don't know who was interviewing but he goes it was the first question he asked and let me go I'm gonna get this right um, he, uh, he goes this might get a few people upset as most of you know, thrash metal originated from NorCal, Northern California. In the it history. did. Um, yeah, and he, uh, but he brushed around it by saying, uh, "Oh, we're going to be doing one, one of the one on the San Francisco scene." Which that's where it came uh, from. Yeah, that's where it came. So, so he's gonna have a three-hour documentary on thrash metal in L.A. And okay, and my wife, she was there from that era. And she goes, dude, that the scene there was so freaking weak that they had, I guess, she told me the story of this guy, I guess, lead singer. He literally had, he had a, he had a wig on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he took his wig off after the show, you know, because, you know, that was the metal thing to do was have long hair. Yeah. But anyway. Um, See, that's exactly, that's I, L.A. Because L.A. is like the I glamour, know. glam rock. 
era, you know? And- no, I... Why would you make that? I don't understand. And then it got so popular, now metal injections on it. You're not even talking about the real shit. But I heard that Chuck Billy, I mean, I don't know about Chuck Billy. I don't know if he was literally on it or did something. But they talk about, they're talking with Testament. They're talking with all these guys. I don't. Who are all from the Bay Area. Yeah, the Bay Area. And I don't understand. And I know he brings up the whole Metallica. Well, they were from... Yeah, yeah. but he says... So yeah, he goes, yeah, you know, they're originally... From, they're an L.A. band because they're from L.A. They claim to be from the Bay Area, but they're from L.A. Yeah, two of them. Yeah, uh, they moved the yeah, fuck two out of them there are from there. back here. Right. They live down there. It just there. kills me. It kills me when people do this kind of yeah. shit. And I just don't understand... Why, why didn't he just start there and then go to L.A.? And then he can have a two-parter of, like, NorCal and then, you know, maybe have just California. I don't know. I think it's bullshit. I think it's bullshit, too. He's getting all this, uh, he's getting all this notoriety over this L.A. freaking scene. There's going to be three hours. He had, he had to cut it in two parts. Yeah, it's crazy. It's going to be three hours of this shit. It's um, going to be a bunch of guys um, from the Bay driving down to L.A. for gigs. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Look at that. Okay, okay. Enough me. Let's enough me bitching. Okay. Um, now let's go. Okay, what do we got now? Oh, we got questions. Ooh. You guys ready for this shit? I got it on my little piece of paper that we printed out. We have six questions here. Um, and one's it's kind of all over the place. It's kind of cool. And you guys can go. We can kind of go down this shit the way. Yeah. Thanks for sending these in, guys. Why? Yeah, dude. Hello, guys. You know what? It's I really, I wanted to just text these guys or, you know, and email these guys back and just do it. But I just thought, why not just do it this way? Yeah. You know? No, this is cool. Kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. So go ahead. Why don't we do with number one? Scott, you can read it off. Ah. Okay. So number one, it's uh, it's from Mark and Tempe over there by you. That's And right. he's like, uh, mm-hmm. how long have we known each other? And what made you guys do the podcast? <laughs> How long have we known each other? It's a good one. Oh my god. Oh my god. I remember the first day I met you. Uh oh. It was weird. I walked in. I know. It was in Dublin. You guys. I walked into a room and I go, hey, I've seen you around. <laughs> and that was the weirdest shit. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, we've known each other since. God, man. It's over 30 years. I, it was yeah, 80s, well, 30 years. 80. Yeah. 84, 83. 83. Yeah. It was bef- yeah. So it's yeah, about eighty three. We've known yeah, each other since eighty three. And what um, made us get into the podcast? That's a good question, actually. Uh, you know, I I think we've discussed this. Yeah. I don't know how many times. A bunch of times. It's just something we wanted to do. It was just something that we just wanted to screw around with, and especially because we think, and it's I think it's kind of our niche because of uh, you know the people that we grew up with. The town, Dublin, California, the whole DDP. We are, I mean, that's where the, the I, personally, that's where it's all started. Because that's where it all started for me. You know, um, yeah. with uh, yeah. Phil and Zet and Chuck, all these guys. Yeah. It's just, I mean, yeah, if fully you just, really just re- <laughs> research of everybody, if you go to Dublin and everybody that was, that's a musician. And I, you know what? I really want to give props out to. I think it was the Guitar Center in Dublin. Oh. There was remember that guy that used to walk around house to house and give guitar like acoustic guitars away, and 
that's what really got a lot of the, a lot of everybody in Dublin to start playing huh. an instrument. That makes sense. Yeah, it's very it's a, such a trippy, and I guess I don't know if anybody known this because I was I lived next door to Chuck Billy, but Chuck, this is gonna seem weird. Chuck was playing guitar. Huh. Yeah, and his brother Andy was playing the drums. Andy's talented. And. I know Andy Billy. He's yeah, very talented. He's really talented. God, great guitar yep. player. Still is yep. to this day. Yeah, he played. If you guys ever li- listened to DDP, um, DDP for Life, and and the, there's a couple albums he's on. It's pretty good. Yeah, Andy's really good. But anyway, um, he um, yeah. So he he was playing drums, and then Chuck goes, "Hey, you know what? You guys want to switch?" <laughs> and so Chuck then started playing drums. Oh, a trip. No shit. Yeah, Chuck Billy was playing drums. That's a, something. That was before he was in any band. He was a teen. He was really on the time. Yeah, and so that kind of just started everyone in that era of, you know, of us all yes. to play an instrument. So funny what I remember about them when I was a kid is those guys all playing basketball at uh, Dublin or not Dublin at uh, Murray School on the back court over in Murray School. Yeah. Like Willie Lang and all those guys. It's funny. Yeah. Good times mm-hmm. in Dublin, man. Love that little town. Oh, to, to answer the question, yeah. I think we, we kind of looked at it as being, um, we grew up with all yeah. this. And we grew up right in, like, I. It's in our blood. I like, I like, yeah, it was like, it was, we we're in the heart of, what did I say? I said it really good. I said something about this once. I, we were, uh, we were in the heart of the thrash metal revolution. Yeah, for sure. We were right in the middle of it. And I really, when they talk about thrash being from Northern California and you know originating there, it was. I mean, the stage parties, I mean, hell, the barn parties, the the, the shows you know, at the stage, so rampage, Ramp- <laughs> rampage playing. Chuck. Wow, Chuck was in rampage, and God, all those guys were just so fucking talented, and not just not even including the people that didn't make it as like a rock star, yeah. you know, yeah. and. I don't know for Phil Demel to be so freaking good. Yeah. I, it just there's so much talent in that one little town of just musicians, man. It's just absolutely incredible. yeah. That, but we a lot of people came out of kinda, that town. I, a lot of talent, right? And I and I think that we just kind of looked at it as being our little thing to talk about because we we lived through this and kind of yeah. yeah. And it kind of brings it to question number two, and it's uh, actually. Question number two goes from Ben and Lodi. Thanks, Ben, for the question. Um, when are we going to hear a Tales of the Van episode? I know we yeah, had talked we about this earlier, but <laughs> Tales of the Van. We we will be going into real deep depths about this, but... Oh, man. Yeah, we, Do you want to start one off? We don't even off? know where to start. I don't know. That's like a whole show in its own okay. almost. I'll, throw, I'll do a little little short one. I'll do a okay. little short okay. one. Okay. I know there should be music to this. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> like a squeaking of the, yeah, the yeah. backs, you know? Like a <laughs> door open. Know, it. Wow, but, I can okay. all hear that. If anybody knows, I, I had a van, and it became legendary. Uh, Phil Demo had a van as well, just as legendary as well. But um, mine, I guess, uh, we're going to Monsters of Rock. I had a I think I had 14 people in the van dead traffic nowhere to go everyone had to pee so everyone started jumping out (laughs) of the van going taking a piss right okay Okay. 
Um, Good time. Well, you kind of know where I'm going, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. So all of a sudden, people are getting out, and I'm telling them, hey, I'm not stopping. We're in traffic to get off the freeway and to go to this concert. I'm not waiting for you to take a piss. Well, some of these people, they just had to take a long pee. So what I just kept doing, I just kept driving. So they started screaming and yelling, and then traffic started going, and I just kept going. I just kept fucking driving. I was like, hell with you guys. So, But yeah. With that concert alone, when we got there, God, what a drunk fest. I cannot believe, I don't know how we got home. I don't know who drove. I know I didn't drive, but sheesh, that was bad. Um, that was the biggest food fight I'd ever seen in my life. Food fight? Food fight. It Because it was at the Candlestick, right? In San okay. Francisco. And they, oh, my goodness. Well, Scorpions. Yes. Play, oh, my goodness. And Kingdom that. Come. And uh, Kingdom yes. Come. Oh, my oh God. God. Yes. Oh, my oh God. My. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I okay. And, there was the, literally, I've never seen a food fight that big yes. in my life. I mean, I have not. There was hot dogs with mustard flying across, oh smacking some girl in the face. And she's so drunk, she got into it. And she'd throw with one back. Cokes, beer, everything flying. Literally, for like 100, 100 yards. Just thousands of people throwing shit. It was so epic. It was that's awesome. It was so weird. That's I remember that. Like I remember, you know, Metallica, oh, yeah. you know, playing. And but after that, I don't really remember. Yeah, but what a gig! I mean, like, that yeah. Was a but, great show. So Tales of the Van. We're gonna get into more depth about a lot of other shit. But that's just one little tidbit of that. Oh yeah, there's a lot that of that going on. Oh, there's so much more of this shit. I may even have a special guest tell you a story. Yes. <laughs> from this shit just so you know it ain't live but yeah so that's that's one that was question two thanks Ben for the question um let's go to question four and I'll go back to question three Scott go this is about you okay we're going to question All four right, four is uh so this is from uh Gary and Benicia Scott what nationality are you and how how did you get into metal music okay uh, that's funny. <laughs> uh, they probably ask us. You know, <laughs> have such a beautiful tan. Um, how did, well, first You're off, so dark. my dad is uh, German, and my mom's from St. Thomas Virgin Islands, so she's uh, she's West Indian. My dad's German. Um, I got into metal from living in the little town of Dublin, pretty much. But actually, it goes back farther than that because actually, I was um, I was uh, born in. Long Island, New York, and I moved out here when I was 10. I moved out to California to Dublin. I was nine years old. Uh, but in, in I wouldn't say, I, w- I don't know if that I would call this metal, but when I was uh, going to school, it was around the time when a Kiss album came out. I can't remember which one. It's the one with uh, Right Between the Eyes on it. And this kid, uh, his, where the school bus was, where we'd pull up his... It was in front of their house, and his brother would always play that that song, right? And I eventually ended up... I think he stole the album from his brother or whatever, and I think I, and I bought it off the kid, <laughs> and I would play it all the time. And my mom, I should remember, I forgot. I think it had their four faces on the front or something. And my mom thought it was just the total devil worship music and all this stuff, and that was like my first taste of like <laughs> metal, you know? And then I come out here, you know, to California, and... Uh, I just got into it with a lot of people, and I just didn't get along with a lot of people. And the people that I actually got along with and stuck up with for me and all that stuff were all the metalheads and the rockers, and I just fit in with them. And 
They're still my friends today. So you're, so you're really you're really saying you didn't go to the dark side? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> In a funny way. It, you know what's funny, dude? That, um, yeah, it was Kiss Alive 2. I bought That was my first right. album I ever bought. It was Kiss Alive 2. And um, a little side note to this. Um, we're listening to it in Chuck Billy's garage, okay? I was really, really young. They had a joint. They were smoking in the garage, right? Kiss Alive 2, you know, the open spread. It's a big old double, double album. So right in the middle, they had the whole concert scene in the middle. And I remember Mrs. Billy and Billy comes walking out of the garage and we threw the joint inside the album and slammed the album closed. And her mom, and Andy, uh, Chuck's mom's like, "What are you guys doing out here?" Uh, you know. And I'm like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> so we smashed it. So to, if we ever find, if I ever can find that album where I put it, it still smells like. That's weed. funny. <laughs> still got this. Isn't that cool? You're like, go back. You're like, yeah, yeah. No. Oh my and god. Never wipe that off. Yeah. 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 I know, and then and then to really think about, you know, then, then Chuck becomes this legend, you know, and it's such a trip. Yeah, it is a trip. Anyway, I didn't mean to steal your steal your thunder, but it was kind of interesting. No, that's all part I of it. I never heard that story. It was really Yeah, cool. no, that's all really part like of it. I, I mean, And then, of course, I come out here, doing? and I I think uh, one of my one of my first albums I really, or this, um, was Accept, Hair of the Dog. And that just yeah. kind of got, that right there got me into it, and then, of course, listening to all the, the testament demos and freaking you know testament demos exodus and stuff uh, i live three doors down from uh from willie lang so it was like you know freaking lost rocket and it was it, it was just everywhere i mean you know and it was just almost like it was just force fed to me in a weird funny way and i just i loved it yeah yeah it was you know what it was exactly it wasn't it was something that we lived. Yeah. It wasn't like it was like you know we caught up on something. It was, it was you, you had to like. Pretty it. much the same reason like, why I'm a Raiders fan. Oh uh, yeah, well I know that well, one. Come on, Raider Nation. Um, but isn't it kind of cool that it it's not being it, it's it's almost like a religion to yeah. us now. I mean, it's something that it will never go away. It's DDP for life. Oh my god, yeah. Oh my god. You know that. You know it was such a trip, and I really th- just thought about it a couple months ago. Um, I remember Chuck when he they re- he recorded his first album with Testament. Mm-hmm. You know, and he comes back. That's when they were Legacy, and he comes back. When he came back, he said, "No, we got to change the band to Testament." Yeah. And I was like, "Oh shit." Well, anyway, I remember he ran over to my house. He asked me to get my van. Another van story. We went around the side of his house and we listened to that demo, drank a 12 pack of beer and listened to that. It wasn't the demo anymore. It was the mm-hmm. actual album that no one else heard before. And I sat there and listened to that fucking album. Sheesh. 30 fucking times over and over and over with him. Dude. God, that was, it was such a good No, it's funny about that. Exa- no, I remember going over his house with Paulie in the garage and the styrofoam thing for the album was in the garage. Oh, yeah. I remember it was in the garage, yeah. the whole the uh, right. the prop for the, the cover of the album. Yeah. And I was, we we're right. like, oh, what is that? And he's like, oh, that's uh, my new, that's the new album and all the stuff. And we were totally, and he played the album for us and all that shit. And um, yep. Bruce is uh, always on the back of that too. Yeah, Bruce yep. Biddle, rest in peace, buddy. Yeah. 
Or a good guy. That's another yeah. story. Great yeah, guy, that was yeah. just a trip that, uh, yeah, that's just, yeah, that's awesome, that one. That's, that's cool. I, yeah, uh, I like yeah. this. Now, because, you know, I've heard a lot of stories from you that so far that I've never Yeah, knew. so, uh, thanks, Gary. I guess because we're friends, you know, that we don't ask you this shit that yeah. we know that we not, yeah, anyway. All right. Well, we're going to talk yeah. later. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay, now, uh, this, I guess this one's yep. for me. Um, this is from Yoast in San Francisco. Hello, Yoast. Thanks, man. You go, how hard is it to photograph a concert? Yeah, that's definitely you. Very, wow, dude. I'm telling you what. Okay. I don't know if you know anything about it. One, getting a press pass is probably the hardest thing at that point. Um, but photographing-wise, um, there's a few things you, you got to remember. A, there's no flash photography. You'll never see a concert where the professionals down in the, the photo pit area are ever using a flash. So A, there's no flash photography. Two, um, there, you only get three songs. I don't know people, I'm not there the whole time. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, you only get three songs. So I don't know, I you gotta shoot like mad and just go, go, go. And, you know, if the lighting is weird, you just gotta roll with it and just kind of go. Yeah, that must have sucked when they were using film. Uh, yeah, it wasn't digital. Oh yeah, well that's, how, well that's when I started. Yeah. It was like that's what I do. Like my first, my first concert I did was oh my god, Kiss again. <laughs> and I have I have a great picture of Gene Simmons blowing fire. You know, oh yes, was to do. That is an awesome ass picture. That was the hard. I, I haven't blown this big old plume, you know, and I'm like wow. I think it was at Berkeley, Berkeley Community Theater. I shot. Wow. Anyway, um, yeah, it's really hard um, then, and now it's gotten a little easier with digital and like in low light situations and stuff like that. But you got to remember, you have three songs. I did. I shot Metallica when Machine had opened for him, and I they had the oval stage. It was in San Jose, and I'm here to tell you. When I was done with three songs, I had ran around that stage. It had to be 100 yards all the way around. I ran around that thing probably six times. Which one? Where was that? And I went over. That was insane. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I, I, it was, it was exhausting. And then it's the mental fatigue, too, because you're focusing. You're looking at aperture, shutter speed, all this stuff. And then just trying to do angles and get something different that no one else has. And that was three songs. So, yeah. So, yeah, to, to answer your question, it is really hard. you got to know what the hell you're doing and, you know, and, 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 and get the hell out of the way. It was funny that I just shot one of the ministry concert I just shot, Scott, uh-huh. that Randy Johnson. Oh, yeah. You know, the baseball yeah, yeah, pitcher? Yeah, yeah he was, he's a photographer. Well, he was in the pit, photo pit, with me, and I stepped on his foot twice. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. There's not a lot of room, and he's got, like, size 15 shoe, you know, and he's, like, six foot eight and shit. <laughs> yeah. So, but he was in the pit with me, and um, I stepped on his feet a couple times. Aw. So, so, Randy, please, I'm sorry. You know, that's, that's one guy I want to try to get in here, because he is really, he knows Phil... He knows, you know, Gary Holt really well. He's shot a lot Gary of metal. Gary's And I'd really, I would love to get get an interview with fucking, um, that would be really cool for Mosh Mag to do, to do uh, Randy Johnson. That would be really cool. 
Remember your foot long? Oh, oh shit. <laughs> it's uh, so, 24. Yeah, yeah 24, 24 yeah. inch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was 24 inch hot dog. And they Cooperstown. called it uh, at Cooperstown, Alice Cooper's place in, uh, in Phoenix that Scott went down. And I made him. They came out with this ginormous hot dog they called the Randy Johnson. And it's this huge ass hot dog. It, oh, oh, there's man, a picture of it on our about bells page. And, yeah. Yeah, just check that out. Oh I don't know. The God. thing about okay. that is, you know what? I, 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 I'm sorry about the scooper sound. Uh, that place is awesome, but I mean, because I think because they do it as a contest, or most of the time you get wasted, it's not the best tasting hot dog. I think if it had a, be- uh, yeah. a little bit of yeah. better flavor, I might have gotten a little bit farther. Or maybe they do that for on purpose so that people don't eat it. Yeah. <laughs> Genius, right, 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 genius right. marketing. <laughs> I know. But no, that place is really neat. I, I really like that place. That was cool. Yeah. I don't know if you guys ever know. It's Cooperstown. It's right next to the ballpark. And Alice Cooper, I don't know if you guys, um, he's a huge baseball fan. And so he has this uh, Cooperstown, and it kinda, it's kind of like he's got all of his memorabilia in there. And he's got, it's kind of like a hard rock, but just of Alice Cooper's stuff. Yeah. And not just that, not, but all of his friends that came and did benefit shows there. There's a there's a stage out back and like with a billboard and you know like a baseball billboard out. And back. he plays really out cool. there and stuff, really I guess. Yeah, yeah, he does. He'll, he'll play like benefit concerts out there and stuff like that. You can always find some bands out there during the summer, during baseball and stuff. It's yeah, really that's cool. cool. Okay, dang we. You know, we go from one question and we have like we answer five yeah. different other questions. Yeah, we put our own in there. So. This is question 49. No, yeah. Okay. Go uh, ahead, Scott. Speaking of funny. Let me do this one. Okay. Um, this one. Oh, you know what? I oh, did yeah. not write down his name, him or her name. Sorry about that. But uh, this one is, are you guys... This is Allison. This is Allison oh, okay. from Phoenix. Allison um, asked us, are you guys ever going to do an interview? <laughs> yeah. Thanks for putting us on blast there, Allison. Uh, yeah. Okay, the, the, here's the, I guess, the, it's a technical thing for us. Yeah. Um, I, I, I have a recording device that we can go, like, I can go rogue for. Um, I'm heading to Las Vegas, and I think I'm going to do some question and answers, like, you on should. the street. Just of random people from yeah. all over the world and ask them questions about metal. Yeah. You know, do you like metal? What's your, you know, I'm just not came up saying, but I think we're going to do that. But I think what she is asking is like, are we going to do anybody worth, worth the shit? Yeah. <laughs> and the answer is totally yes. Totally, totally yes. I wonder if we have to ever. We have some people lined up, but I think that um, it's a technical thing for us. Yeah. Right yeah. Now. I think um, we're just trying to learn the ins and outs of how we're going to record it. Because if we do something, we want to do it really well. And we want it to sound absolutely incredible. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, yeah. That's that's. I think that's it. I mean, I think that's the only thing that's stopping us right now is just learning how to do it and do it really yeah, well. Yeah, for sure. Is that it? Okay. Cool. Okay, do it again. You do number six. Buddy. All right, this number is, this six. Is do either of you play an instrument? And that is from Jay in Petaluma. Thanks, Jay. Thanks, Jay. Uh, I played bass for a, for a minute there, probably less than a year. Um, yeah. And 
I just, I never had time to get into it, really. And I just, I always wanted to, and I just, that's it. Yeah. I played a little saxophone in sixth grade. Yeah. <laughs> hey, do you play the skin flute, yeah, too? Won't. Yeah. <laughs> um, for me, I play bass. I played bass for many years. Um, am I any good at it? Eh. And just like Scott, I just, I have it, I play it. I do this and that with it. I can get pretty good at times, but do I ever want to get on stage? No. I do do it because I like it, you know, stuff like that. I can play in a mean-ass harmonica. I know that. There you go. A lot of people don't know that, yeah. I can play a harmonica, but I wouldn't listen to any of that bullshit fucking music, but, you know. Well, it's good if you ever get yeah. locked up, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Playing the blues, man. That was it all alone. <laughs> cool. Yeah, and that, I think that's it. I mean, that's you know, I got something just I just about. last. I'm gonna throw this funny in there. Um, oh, I just heard. Uh, it's a funny, kind of funny about Slayer. They are literally in in Dallas, Texas, at a place called the Bomb Factory, where Slayer's gonna be playing the, <laughs> for their final tour. The, the place holds 4,300 people. The place has been it's already sold out. And now tickets online are going for three thousand dollars a piece. Oh my Slayer god. tickets. Oh my god. Three thousand dollars Slayer tickets. Oh my okay? god. I'm just saying. I had to throw that in. Oh it's funny god. news or whatever. Out of hand. Oh Out of my hand. God. All right. Oh, but you know what? Good for fucking. Oh them. yeah. I mean, well, good for them. And, and they're not going to see that. That's all scalpers. That's the problem. I. I will I, get into that. I know. But. I know. I, you know, because I honestly don't know if this online, all these online services that sell tickets. I mean, that's kind of what up the ticket price. I think seat, seats is what actually up the ticket price. Because back in the day, everything was general seating. Remember? And you, like, big festivals, you could yep. go sit wherever you want. It was general seating. And it was yep. cool because then you, everybody bought the same ticket. You go in, you know, you could sit wherever you want and have, relax for a few and go back on the floor. Yeah. Yeah. I, it was just a better well, experience. I, I remember, I remember, I, it was, um, Roger Waters The Wall. They were playing yeah. in San Jose. Yep, I was there. And I wanted to take my wife to this so bad. I think we saw you And there. I was willing to pay some... Yeah. yeah. And I was drunk. Oh, God, I was so drunk. And pissed after this. So I go out, and I make sure that I am the first person to call. I am, like, you know, speed dialing at, at 9 o'clock a.m. It starts. Boom. I was the first fucking person. I get tickets. I'm dead center. Boom. All of a sudden, I go sit in my seat. I am so freaking far back mm -hmm. and then the guy goes oh i just bought my ticket you know and i see him out in the parking lot oh i bought my ticket um you know from this one guy and he was like he was like right down in the middle and he paid the same amount of yeah. money as me and it just kills me that you're gonna have to pay a, a premium amount to get that seat so why why do you even waste your time to go do all this shit and go you know Remember back in the day we just sit outside the warehouse yeah, yeah. and be the first person in the kiddick and you get great exactly. seats because you you because, did that. Because yep. Yeah. Nowadays no. Yeah, if there was seating, which that was not that was for like big big shows there was there was seating, but most of the shows were general admission. I had this conversation with a guy not too long ago and I was like, "Man, that is what did it." And you know it's funny because back then I remember with Bill Graham around, Bill Graham was big on he hated people scalping tickets. You know, right, it was all about right. scalpers or assholes. Yep. They were like the scum of the earth. But if you yep. look at it now, that's what all these places are online. I'm not going to name any of them, but 
you know the places yeah. online that sell yeah. the tickets. I mean, like this three thousand dollar thing. It's the same thing, man. It's a. I, I just think it's a ripoff. They're ripping us off. Well, it's like the the venue the venue sets the, sets the tone of the ticket price, yeah. and they're they're just paying they're paying the the, the you know sl- say they're paying Slayer, will pay you t- fifteen thousand dollars just to play. Yeah. Now, they're getting that, but they have to pay for everything, you know. But then they, that's why they get all their money in merch and vending and all food. And the food's yeah, outrageous. but they're not getting it. Not the band's no, 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 not, not, not getting band. any of that shit. But the venue... The venue's, the venue's making you know, a killing. But the venue s- sets the yeah. tone. They give you the price. They pay them a set amount. But, they, but the, the good thing is, they, they don't get anybody. There's The band's still getting yeah. their money. And then and then in, in return, then you have all these idiots. Now, now you're having like Ticketmaster and all them. Oh, now there's a surcharge. Yeah. Now you've got to pay them fifteen dollars a yep. ticket, and then and then there's a city-wide charge, an entertainment fee, and it's like bullshit. Yeah. Give me a fucking ticket. Give me the goddamn thirty-five fucking dollar yep. ticket, and not have nothing else. I want to go back to the bass t- bass days. You buy the ticket. Yeah. You go down, walk down to bass, and you pay for the ticket. You know what I mean, yeah. remember they remember they had maybe they had a bass. I remember it was a Safeway in San Ramon. You could go buy it. It was Tower in Dublin had bass. And right. Right. Uh, uh, what was Warehouse the place in the mall? It was uh, Good Goody Tom. Good, what the something Goody shit? There's two record places in the mall. One of them was called out. The other one was like I forgot what it was. Oh yeah, I never go there by the shit. Yeah, but yeah I know it was always Warehouse and friggin' Tower Records. Yeah. Yeah. See, I don't know. It just fucking sucks. Wow, today. record store. I mean, especially for kids. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean, for even for, even say if I want to go see a small gig. Yeah. I mean, I still got to go pay this guy. How? Oh, how am I getting a ticket? Oh, I've got to go to I got to go to this guy, and I'm gonna pay. I go to a twenty-five dollars show, say a little gig, and then I'm paying another fifteen fucking dollars. I mean, that's that's, right. that's forty fucking dollars right yeah. there. But these guys are getting nothing. They're getting this money just because they're producing a, a, a way of how to scan a ticket or, yeah. or whatever. I don't even know. It's just such bullshit. And I I don't understand. Oh, that's a, this is a, we're getting way yeah. deep. But. See, well, that's one thing that's cool about Shoreline. They don't charge you for friggin' parking. They no. don't? Mm-mm. They don't? Wow. I don't that's, think they ever have. Even, oh, wow. I didn't know. I don't Dude, every time I go in that place, I'm hammered. Every it's a place. shitty place, too. I know. Getting in there, getting yeah. out. Christ. All right, well, uh, what anyway, do you think? We got to end yep, this shit. Let's wrap this one up. Oh, another 42 fucking yeah, minutes. That's, that's bullshitting. Christ's sake. Jeez. Well, anyway, I think that is it. Yeah. Uh, that we don't have. We don't know what we're going to do on our next episode. Uh, you'll be surprised. Yeah. It'll be a good you'll one. See. Just listen. Yeah, we'll see. Shut yeah. your... Shut your belly aching. All right. Okay. That's right. Okay, guys. All right, guys. We're going to wrap this up. Thanks for listening, and thanks and, uh, Thanks for all the questions. Yeah. Okay. So you can hit us up at moshmag.com. That's the website. It, again, is on Twitter. We are at underscore or at mosh underscore mag. Again, on Instagram, we are at mosh underscore mag. On Facebook, we are moshmag podcast. Take a look. Check us out. Hit us up. Email us at moshmag666 at gmail.com. It's been great. Thanks for listening, guys. Peace. Thanks, guys. Peace.